Hello and welcome to The Silver King's War. I'm Michael Sievers, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today we are in Serviceman, which is the third play in this series, and it's Act One called Brussels, and we are in Scene Three entitled Separation Center, and it begins with Michael, the narrator, who is the king's son. The Silver King has returned to the States. He arrives at Fort McPherson, Georgia, five months after VE Day. It's October 13, 1945, as he completes the separation process. The wait for this day has been unnecessarily long, without competent leadership and management. Stanley was moved to staging facilities in Europe, while the Army Air Corps Command failed to complete the last, most important mission, to get their warriors home. And now, as the King has made his return west, over the Atlantic Ocean on the Queen Mary, and traveled by train to his exit process, he will meet with a separation officer who inquires about his future. This meeting will help change and confirm Stanley's perspective about his post-war life. The scene is in the Headquarters Separation Center, the Officer Separation Branch at Fort McPherson, Georgia. Five officers participate in a two-day process. Michael reads from the instructions for the officers, and it begins in all caps. Officers must be on time. Otherwise, all processing is delayed. All groups depart from building T-1206 OSB with a guide for final medical and fiscal processing after being assembled by the guide. At times, a group may be delayed for a few minutes at some point in processing. Your understanding, cooperation in this regard will be greatly appreciated. Officers do not report to the medical branch for final medical clearance. Michael reads the schedule. Orientation, 1,300 hours. Final medical, 1,530 hours. Fiscal, 0,800 hours. Counseling, 0,900 hours. Medical clearance, 1,100 hours. Departure, 1,130 hours. Date of departure, 14 October, 1945. Separation qualification record. Save this form. It will not be replaced if lost. This record of job assignments and special training received in the Army is furnished to the soldier when he leaves the service. In its preparation, information is taken from available Army records and supplemented by personal interview. The information about civilian education and work experience is based in the individual's own statements. The veteran may present this document to former employers, prospective employers, representatives of schools or colleges, or use it in any other way that may prove beneficial to him. Summary of Military Occupations Navigator Bombardier Navigated a B-26 
bomber on bombing missions in Western Europe, responsible for bombing of targets, responsible for maintenance and operation of bomb sites. Total flying hours, 550, of which were combat tours, took part in 27 combat missions, of which 18 were leads. Military education. Army Air Force Bombardier Training, 38 weeks. Instruction included a study of bombing and operation of bomb sites, navigation, and flexible gunnery. Civilian occupations. Student, college. Attended the University of Illinois from September 1940 to May 1941. Took courses in accounting and regular freshman college courses. Michael continues. Person being separated. Stanley L. Silverfield. Separation Classification Officer. Paul C. Cox, First Lieutenant Air Corps. Date of separation. 19 November 1945. As the lights go up on this scene, our hero, the King, is speaking with Lieutenant Paul Cox in what becomes a significant conversation about the future. And it begins with Officer Cox. Good morning, gentlemen. I welcome you to the Fort McPherson Headquarters Separation Center. I will explain the schedule to complete the separation process with your cooperation. Please state your name and rank. The King. Silverfield. Stanley L., First Lieutenant. And Lieutenant Cox responding, Thank you, Lieutenant Silverfield. I've reviewed your service record and civilian training. I commend your work and commitment to the nation. Our hero, the King. Thank you, sir. Lieutenant Cox, have you considered your next decision regarding how to proceed with career and education choices? The GI Bill offers excellent benefits for service veterans and our hero. Yes, sir, I have been thinking about my future quite seriously. Right now, I just want to see my family in Birmingham. I haven't seen my parents in 15 months I'd like to spend some time with them and talk about the future. Lieutenant Cox, I appreciate your strong family ties, Lieutenant Silverfield. But after you see them and you have some time to rest and celebrate your homecoming and visit your friends, what's your plan? The King, well, sir, I don't have a plan yet. I do have ideas, including a return to college on the GI Bill. I imagine that my parents will want me to stay in Birmingham and join the family business. Lieutenant Cox inquires, and what's the family business, Lieutenant? My father and his brothers own a large scrap steel operation. Alabama's geology is deep in iron ore. Birmingham is an essential industrial center and was quite important during the war. Lieutenant Cox Lieutenant Silverfield, does a return to the University of Illinois seem possible? Are you still interested in accounting? The King, I enjoyed Illinois very much, sir. My freshman year was one of great new friendships and an immersion in college life. Uh, 
Now, however, after the war and my bombardier navigation training, I am interested in engineering and perhaps aeronautics. Lieutenant Cox, smiling. Really, Lieutenant Silverfield, that makes good sense to me. I read your sheet, and your credentials are impressive. What do you think about Georgia Tech? And the king. Actually, sir, I'm considering the University of Maryland. It has a strong historic program with substantial investments due to the war's industrial demands. And Lieutenant Cox. Yes, I understand, Lieutenant Silverfield, that campus is close to the nation's capital. And the king? It is, sir, that's true. More important than that to me is that it's very near Baltimore and Middle River, Maryland. I had the good fortune to meet Glenn L. Martin, the man who built the B-26 that I rode in, the Martin Marauder, and I had a chance to tour his facility. I will call him from Birmingham before Thanksgiving to talk about a design job. As the lights go down on this scene, Michael reads a letter that his father wrote on June 8th, 1945, near Paris. Dearest ones, I do hope this finds you well and not too lonesome. Not having heard from you since returning home from the weekend escapade naturally leaves me with a blue feeling. The mail is really screwed up now. I don't know how true it is, but they say we haven't an APO at the present, so our mail is neither coming in nor going out. No, I can't understand it either. Seems as though now, with the cessation of hostilities, it would be better than ever before, only it isn't. Consequently, I don't even know if this will be delivered any time in the near future. Things here are bad enough as is. Without mail, only helps make it worse. The four walls are becoming unbearable, or maybe I should say have become. Even in the dark days, I don't remember feeling as low. With nothing to do all day leaves too much time to think, and that's bad. I can only think of being home, how strange it would be and how grand it would be. It's hard to imagine being home and having life as it was before. It seems so very long ago. Looking through my orders in a reminiscent manner today, I found that it was a year ago this month that I was home last. Time is passing so rapidly, it appears to be passing me by. At the moment, life seems to be stagnant and without purpose whatsoever. Perhaps I am becoming fed up with the Army life. I feel as if I have done my job, my part in the defense of the country. Now I only want to return to my own way of living, accomplish something which will only benefit me and mine. I hate to complain, to pile my troubles on you, but it's all welled up inside and I can't go on keeping it within me. I'm sure you can understand my feelings and will forgive me. There have been no new developments as to our future. A lot of rumors, but that's all. How I wish something would develop soon good or bad. Keep well, dears. Love to Ida. I love and miss you, Stan. 
As the lights go down on this scene, we reach the end of Separation Center, scene three in Serviceman. And you are listening to The Silver King's War. <laughs> 